Welcome to In the Spotlight with Amy Scrubs, where we feature great artists, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and well, anyone who should have that moment to share their story in the spotlight. Welcome to another episode of In the Spotlight, and I have a dynamic, incredible woman to introduce to everybody today. She is just a dear, and I've been really looking forward to this interview, to speak with a fellow mother, artist, and just amazing, incredible human out there in the world making a difference in music and in her community. This is Maria Droz, and it is so good to have you with us. Thank you so much. So good to be here. Hello. As a fellow artist, this is really exciting, but this is all about you. And you are a really amazing musician and singer and entertainer in Bluegrass. You're with RBR Entertainment. But let's dive back a little bit further because music is something that's in your soul. You, you know it when you have it. And I can only imagine for you that that's the case. So if you don't mind, take us backwards to when music began for you. Oh my goodness, that began when I was born really. Um... I always liked it, so I don't even really remember. But my mom took us to music school from like five years old because I'm I'm from five kids, so we all had something like we all did something. So my brother and my sister, they went to like art school. That's like after school activities, and I went to music school because I was all. I guess I was from the whole family. I was like mostly wanting to sing and play and everything. So I started in a choir and then I did classical piano and oh my gosh I did all these weird folk um string instruments that I don't even know <laughs> you don't have the name for it really just the traditional where but, was um, home yes where was home uh, I'm sorry where's home Lithuania oh a my little bitty <laughs> so let's talk about just the culture and music there a little bit for those of us that, that don't know what was music like in Lithuania was it very big and everybody does music or was this unusual that you were doing music at such a young age there was a so in there I mean kids are taught music it is like people, people like to teach the kids even if they like like it or not like it like they do some type of music some some degree of music as much as art any kind of other art and dances and stuff and then later on if you like it you pick it up you go with it but um i think kids just do it because they're they're told to do it at first and some fall in love with it and some are like oh no i'm not gonna do it so i guess i was the one that just followed it i just went on and didn't say i didn't like it <laughs> that is really really Sorry. fantastic that they that that is part of the culture where you grew up because that's not necessarily the case here in the u.s i loved music knew i loved it but it wasn't something that was that everybody was exposed to i was unusual on, on my upbringing so to hear that this was something that you were definitely exposed to whether you like it or not but you knew that's for me yeah that's true <laughs> so what brought you over to the u.s then how did your music transfer across the world over to us the music transferred me to my husband now of 12 years. God, don't don't let me make a mistake there. <laughs> he always does. He doesn't. But it's 12 years and we know each other for 13. Um, he was on tour, on tour there, uh, traveling and playing music. And um, we met in. Uh, so Lithuania is a really small country and it has this one. Now it's got more, but it has had this one big festival, country music festival. And. Um, 
a lot of people from all over the uh, around countries like Poland and, and, and France and Germany, they would come there to play because it was really big. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he was coming that year and I was playing there as well um, in my band. band. There's like a, one band in the whole country. But um, so that's how we met. I was doing a sound check and he heard me. And, um, and then later that day we met in the hotel and I was walking downstairs he was going upstairs and he's like hey you have a voice of uh an angel do you want to marry me oh so that was his first goodness. words and i oh my gosh i don't know i don't know i said i said let's go smoke first because <laughs> and we did we started talking and never quit since then oh my god so that's a <laughs> clearly love it for sight I, we're going to talk more about your family and the marriage and how you guys have combined all of this but i love your story that is and so you chose to follow him and you came to the u.s and brought your music with you yes i did i, I actually took off work that few more weeks that he had because uh, we went uh, I, I just went with him in switzerland germany and austria um yeah i think that's in slovakia yeah so we went for another like two weeks i think wow. and our friend now our like really good friend from germany she drove us all around there with in, in her car and she comes here every year she's just in love with country music since like i think 1980s or something so she was a part she was a part of it and um yeah i, I just followed him there and then um I came back to, or not back, but the first time I ever came to the States was to see him. That was after a year from, from that date. And uh, then he flew to Lithuania and then I flew back there and just back and forth, back and forth until, you know, like we, I got pregnant and we got married. Well, we got married the first time I came here because we already knew. So (laughs) yeah, but it was, it was travels. It was like a lot of, by the time I got my paper situated, it was like, I think I was, every three months back and forth flying. So, (laughs) yeah. How was bluegrass for you in all of this? Was this something you were exposed to in Lithuania? Did you love bluegrass from the start or is it something that's evolved in the last years for you? No, uh, it was maybe since I was like maybe 15 or 16. So the country music and bluegrass was about the same thing there. It was never separated much. So if you like one, of course, you would follow to the roots of it. Right. It came to be a country, you know. Right. So I had this teacher and he was he was a violin player, but he was also a composer and he did folk music and he was just in love with country music, the old country music and bluegrass and all. Um, so I was in a band with him later on when I was a little older, like 16 or 17. And he uh, actually started a festival like a bluegrass festival like an annual one and i think there was like only three years in a row that he did it um but i was like lucky to be in in like each each of them and one the i think the first year that we had it uh peter rowan came to lithuania and that like that was the first ever probably like a big 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 oh my gosh star that you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Peter Rowan. So now I hear him on the radio. and I'm like, I know this guy. Like, I know <laughs> this guy. Because I was about that spoke English to where people could understand me. So I was like, we, he called me his bodyguard. I don't know if he would remember or not, but I, I think he would because I was pretty like, you know, he memorable probably would. event. You're pretty. Yeah. So I'm like, 
to see him like in one of the festivals and be like, hey, that's me. So, um, yeah, so that was, uh, we, we had bluegrass there. We had bluegrass with country. We never separated much, but we always like, I didn't know any new country there. None. Wow. Like there was no, uh, no new country on the radio. There was no new country from my teacher or nothing. And, and internet wasn't big then. So, I mean, we, we couldn't really like go and search all right. a whole lot of new country. So all I got from him was CDs, like of old country music and old bluegrass. And that's how I learned the songs that I know now. What were some of your biggest influences musically? Billy Droz. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> and the winner is. <laughs> yeah. Like whenever I started, like we, we got married and stuff. Like, I'm, I mean, he's written so many songs. It's crazy. But I've heard every one of them, you know, and like the old computers and old phones and everything that we saved it, like little videos that we made mm-hmm. him writing and all. Uh, so that was, yeah, it, it, the, us singing harmony was a really big thing through the whole 13 years uh just singing in general it started with harmonies and then went on you know but yeah um and then of course all the old good music from dolly parton and mm-hmm. um, i love Alison Krauss, of course and, oh she's amazing um yes and like keith whitley and all the i would say that era you know yes Let's talk about your music projects. I recently found uh, out Dave Evans' music uh-huh. on, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest fan. So I've heard it and I'm like, yes, that's what I'm going to research now. So, Oh, wow. In your music projects, and as you've, we're going we're gonna to talk about your music projects, this is a big deal. Have you noticed some of those sounds evolving and expanding your talents as you've grown into yourself as an artist? Because you have your own wonderful, unique sound. We can always find those influences as an artist and it's still you. Have you noticed that evolution take place as you've really fine-tuned Def- your sound? Definitely. I mean, I hear, I, I, I still go back and so, so this album, the upcoming album, it's got 13 years of it. So, I mean, from the start to today, it's like, I go to Billy and I'm like, hey, can, can, can we re-sing this one? And he's like, no, no, you have to leave. It just shows where you came from, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's kind of good to listen to it. Good to know that you, you know, like I went further than I could imagine. Right. But yeah, no, not the first song, you know? So yes, it definitely evolved a lot through the Share years. With Share with us about this In project. a good way. Yes. What, what on this project, share with us maybe some of your favorite songs that are on there and what you want to talk about with this project and what, what's in it? What can we, what can we look for in this project? And also when can we have it? Uh, it is finished from my part and I think pretty much finished completely the artwork and everything. It's just the final touches of it. Um, and it's been, well, it's been more than 13 years. It's been, probably about oh my gosh 25 years now wow just like you said everything that is the first album that i ever did and uh that's your heart and soul in this yes it's like my whole life like life story and uh, you know my family in there like you know just the songs written about the kids being born about us you know being in love and then about us going through you know hard times or whatever so that's like the whole evolution of our lives my life and you know my kids and my husband and everything so yeah um 
I I can't wait to hear it actually from like first to the last. So just to, but yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a good one. I know you love every song on there, but if you could pick a couple favorites, it's something to just like this just resonated that when you came alive in studio, what, which ones are really your favorites? Well, the night we fell for mm-hmm. sure would be one of my favorites just because it, it originally was written for somebody else. And um, I think I was painting the steps all pregnant, like nine months pregnant and just, and Billy came down from the studio and they were writing a song and he comes and he's like, check this out, check this out. So he plays it a little bit on the phone and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you don't write songs like that to me, for me. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And I was like, can I, can I have this one? And he goes, no, no, that's not for you. Like it's already like, so like it's given to somebody else. And I was like, so he left and like wow. the whole time painting, I was like, I need this song. I need the song. So, and somehow it like fell through and, and, and the other artist didn't record it. And he's like, Hey, you, you still want this song? And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes, I do. So it was written to some, for somebody that, you know, that they were thinking about somebody else, but Oh my gosh, that hit me so deep. I was like, I need this song in every way, melodically and words and lyrics and just everything. I loved everything about it. So that is totally my favorite song from the whole album. And, um, what well, then Cry, Baby, now Cry. we all know, now we all know the backstory, yeah. about it, which is more exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the cry, baby cry was also written by the same one. artist. So it's kind of like a, similar maybe i would say mm-hmm. and um hard times uh, hard times i love i love hard times uh it's uh, written by kathy hudson uh, the one that wrote uh raging rivers the duet that we did with billy i love her writing she's uh, she uh, also there's another song of hers annabelle that is a little different that i like i liked singing it uh-huh. it was totally different and um just the rest uh, I love every song on there just because we took our time picking them and we took our time because when we started, we never thought that we were just going to do, let's do the whole album. We were just doing them one by one and babying them. And some of them took years to record and then re-record and rewrite the words and just all of it. So every one is just been like spend a lot of time on, on them. So special project, really special project, especially since you are a wonderful wife, clearly, and a mother of four kids. How do you integrate your passion, your love for music while also doing such a a great job as a mother, being a supportive wife, but yet the family is all a part of this music? How has that been interwoven for you as you find that balance? It was just always a part of it. I mean, we never had to, oh, can we do that or not? I mean, we had to make it work. We had sleepless nights, yes. uh, I mean, days or with babies doing, right. you know, diapers and then uh, cooking dinners and doing laundries and cleaning after their yogurt spilled on the floor and stuff like <laughs> that. And the nights are going to bed. And we have an incredible friend that's, uh, we call him Manny. Right. He's like a man. He's a nanny, but he uh-huh. also like around the house and stuff. And uh, he would come down from the studio and uh, just sit on the couch. I mean, like sleep on the couch and just, you know, the kids are in their own rooms, their own beds. They're sleeping. So he would sit there till like three, four in the morning. I mean, as long as we need it. And sometimes it would even be to where six o'clock comes and we're still recording. And I'm like, yeah, let me just put the kids on the 
we're going to finish up. I mean, even wow. those mornings. So, yes, that's been really very unusual. Like, it's not a 10 o'clock, let's meet in the studio right. thing at all. No, you so, really put in the hard work and the dedication and the sleepless nights for real to yeah. put in your passion, <laughs> for art, sure. your talent, your gifts, and your family. That is really beautiful, Maria. I, I'm so glad that you're sharing this story. Thank you. A lot of listeners or your followers might just think, oh, here's another beautiful recording artist and we're getting her music, but they don't realize they're literally getting every piece of you, your soul, your spirit, your heart in this music, which I think really makes this album so special, especially as you shared how many years this is in the making. And it's really exciting to see this coming to life. When are we going to be able to have it? When do we get it? God. See, that's the thing. I just yeah. called Bill right quick to find out. But okay, uh, to be announced. Uh, <laughs> yes, to be. But I, I believe it's about next month. I think. It's oh, that's great. Now, yes. at the same time, yes. you're with RBR Entertainment. That's the label you and Billy are both on. I know that there is an incredible Christmas album that is coming out here. Uh, pre sales coming up at the end of October. Sales coming out Black Friday. Did you have a chance to record on that project? Yes, I did. And I did my favorite song. So that, that's, it's weird how we picked the song because they said, Hey, we're doing this RBR Christmas thing and like pick a song, pick a Christmas song. And I was like, okay, let's do Mary. Did you know that's of my course. favorite song? And I was like, oh. I was joking. I was like, you know, they'll tell me to like, of course not. Cause so many artists record it and it's yeah. just incredible, you know, very powerful song and i was like yeah let's do that one and they're like sure why not i was like what like you agreed and they're like yeah sure and so i picked that and we started you know like recording instruments and all and um mark lowry the guy that wrote it yes. uh he came to visit he was somewhere do doing something in nashville i think and he came to the studio just to visit and i was just pulling in from I just went to the store and came back and Billy's like, Hey, Mark, guess who's here? And I was like, who? And he's like, Mark Lowry's here. And I was like, no way. Cause I'm like a biggest fan. <laughs> and he goes, come here and like, talk to him. Cause I talked to him on the phone, but I never met him at him. Mm -hmm. So I walked in, my legs are shaking. I was like, oh, what an honor. He's like, Oh, you and I was like, thank you. And uh, Billy's like, Hey, so Mark, what do you think? Let's do duet on your song with her. I was like, why, why did you, why did you do that? And he goes, yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, sure. And I was like, no, he didn't just say, yes, yeah, sure. And he did. And he recorded his parts beautifully. And I mean, so we have a duet with him and I am so blessed and, and happy. And oh my gosh. That's a dream. I'm <laughs> excited. Yes. That's a I dream come true. That, that didn't really, I was joking about the whole thing because I thought that could never, um, that could never, yes. you know, happen. So, yeah. What an incredible opportunity. <laughs> I've performed that song hundreds of times. So many artists have. And for you to have that yep. beautiful time and, and now permanently captured being recorded together. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear this one. And I know the world is very excited to have this release come out. Plus your next album coming out, a lot of big things taking place. I'm so, so excited for you. You are living proof of really keeping your passion, your love for music, your love for your family, and not ever giving up and seeing it through. And there's going to be a lot of great things ahead for you coming up in the next year. I think there's going to be a lot of attention on these projects and you deserve it. Congratulations. 
Thank you so much. It was really an honor to have you with us today. Thank you for being on In the Spotlight. And thank you for contributing to music, to bluegrass music, and for being a real wife and a real mother out there saying, hey, you can do it too. You are living proof. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you so much. It was nice talking to you. Thank you for listening to In the Spotlight podcast. For more information, you can go to amyscruggsmedia.com and make sure and follow on social media at amyscruggsmedia.com.